You are now listening to Pre-Gaming with Pauly. Great. Oh, great, he says. And just like that, the episode has begun. People are at home saying, oh, what, what were they even talking about before that? Uh, well, you know what? That's for our ears only. It's a really rainy day in Hoboken, but the sun is shining here on this cast because we have some very special guests. We have... Of course, the man who needs no introduction, the Eric Hammer from the EricHammer.com. Eric, how are you? I'm well, Paul. Thanks for having me. Happy to be back. And then, of course, we have the king of Staten Island, another person who needs no introduction. We have Cousin Joey. He's my cousin. He's your cousin. He's Eric's cousin. He's everyone's cousin. Cousin Joey, how are we feeling today? Today, I was feeling good. Now, I feel even better. See, wow. there is some fucking electricity, Mike. How are we doing? Uh, we're, you know, I'm a crazy work week, but we're not here to talk about that. You know, we're just here to crack a beer, take off that mask, sit on the porch, drink a beer with the bros. So here we go. Now, Mike, you've been doing this podcast with me for the past few weeks. This week, does it seem like I'm not playing any fucking games? Does it look we're like I'm playing, playing any fucking games we, right now? You know, now? week one, week two, we might have been playing games. We're not playing games anymore. It's over. Be- because we might be on a time crunch here today. So we're fitting everything. We're fitting maybe two episodes worth of content into one episode with Eric Hammer and Cousin Joey. Eric Hammer, tell us what you're drinking. Uh, before I do that, I have to – I think you sold Joey's intro a little short. You alluded to uh, him being <laughs> the, king of, the king of Staten Island. What you yes. did not say um, is that there's a new movie out. I think that's called The King of Staten Island, starring yes, I believe Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson and Bill Burr and Marissa Tomei, all three of which um, emulate a different uh, part of Cousin Joey's life. That movie's all about him, is what I'm trying to say. Who's Who's so, MGK? Is MGK in, in Cousin Joey's life also? Yeah, does that play a part? Right. Okay, good. Sure. If he's in the movie, then yeah, him too. <laughs> he is. He is in fact in the also, movie. Also, <laughs> also, Vinny from Jersey Shore and Vinny's mom also emulate Joey. Anyway, so, as <laughs> as the real as the real king of Staten Island, Pete Davidson. Oh, big, stop. big big loser. I'm a big. big loser. I'm a. I'm the number one Pete Davidson fan for for at least ten years now. I've been riding that train for a long time. You are the only Pete Davidson fan. <laughs> I I might be, I might be, but I've been I've been riding that train for a long time now. See, but like, right listen, away, I mean, Pete Davidson is you know, he can act, you know, he's whatever. But if we're comparing him to cousin Joey, I mean, is is it is it even a conversation? I met the guy today, and let me tell you, my prediction, <laughs> if there was a stocks to buy right now, Pete Davidson's probably sitting at like a $2 a share, right? I'd be putting a grand on that, because when that movie comes out in whatever couple weeks, I bet everyone is like, this is the greatest movie. He's like the next Shia LaBeouf. Like, everyone thinks he's like this huge star, but everyone hated him a week ago. And, Here's I, the problem. Right, and then I'm going to sell. I'll sell a it. week after that, that movie comes out. I'll sell my stock. And here's the thing, and most of the world does not know about Cousin Joey yet, um, but Cousin Joey's stock is too expensive for you, Fat Mike, right now, as (laughs) as in most of the world. It's not $2, let me tell you that. Anyway, Paul, (laughs) you asked me a question, and I haven't answered it yet. 
I'm drinking a Moscow Mule. It is my go-to vodka cocktail. Um, I actually bought some fresh mint at the store yesterday, which I generally don't do with my Moscow Mules. Uh, but today I muddled it with a little bit of lime um, at the bottom of the, of the tin cup and topped it off with all of the necessary accoutrement. Wow. That's some Special like rich agent. people stuff. I feel, I feel like I feel like anyone who's ever muddled anything is probably rich. It's my first muddle. So now for our first interview question, how much money do you make before taxes? Not enough to buy <laughs> to be buying fresh mint at the store every time I come. <laughs> Cousin Joey, what are you sipping on, dude? So and why? Have, and why? And why? I'm a, I'm glad you asked that because I was gonna tell you I have Truly's lemonade pack. I'm sipping currently on the mango one. Why am I drinking Truly Mango? I'll tell you why. I can't drink beer. Very low Extremely. I think, low we're, I think we're losing I Cousin Joey. Same alcohol content as a beer. Am I here? Okay, oh, wait. Oh. Yep. Am I in? Yep, I think we just got we're you back. back. We're back. You Where can't drink you beer. Lose me at? I cannot drink beer. Very low carb. Wheat, no good for the kid. No good for the kid. Now, drink you, this. you can't drink beer or you won't drink beer? I won't drink beer. Oh, so we interesting. Can't drink beer. So now have you ever... I know what you're thinking. I'm drinking this girly drink. Still fight, so it's okay. Mm. He can still fight. He can still can fight. I, can I ask you a question? Are you one of those people? Because I I know these people that just hate beer that much. If you were at a house playing beer pong or any kind of drinking game. Are you going to be like the, oh, let me just pour my Truly in these four glasses, and if anyone makes it in those cups, like, I'll just drink it? Or are you going to just play the game? No, I play the game. Okay. that And that's acceptable to me. You don't have to like beer, but you got to play the game. I hate Team those player, people yeah. that are like, oh, oh, I'll put a shot in this one, so that'll be my thing to drink if someone makes it. Like, no. You mean, just, just I believe play. you mean party poopers. Part, we, yeah, we refer to those as party poopers. Thank you. Big time. Mm. Polly, 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 what are you drinking today? So today for this episode, I'm doing something I haven't done. I'm going to strictly be ripping shots because oh, I know God. we're on a time crunch. And I'm trying to, I'm really trying to ramp up the fucking energy really quick. So what's more exciting than the shots is this chaser I have. Check this out. Watermelon lemonade. Have you ever heard of such a thing in your entire life? That's some Elon Musk shit right there. They fucking developed this at Talk NASA, dude. The NASA. fucking NASA nerdonauts over there uh, all put their brains together and made this watermelon lemonade. And uh, speaking of that, I'm going to do one right now, Mike, while you tell them what you're drinking. Uh, oh, I'll do a shot with you, too. Um, so I'm drinking an old-fashioned, but a, a Mike Schwank old-fashioned. Not. Uh, I'm just drinking Bud Lights, the old-fashioned, you know. Just well Bud played. Lights. Staying normal like today. What, I like what I do have some shots to my left in case, you know, I'm playing the game. So I know we said we're not playing games today. We're on a time crunch. But, in fact, we are going to play some games at the end, which involves some shots. So so I got the screwball peanut butter whiskey next to me. I already took one shot of that. I'll take another right now when I finish. So that's going to be my side, my side hustle. But uh, strictly Bud Lights tonight. No mixed drink. I, like I also have a nice bottle of Casamigos next to me in case I need said shot. Mm, Casamigos. If, if I could do one right now. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do one right now. Spice up the life. Cheers. And I have a bottle of Jack um, next to me as well for shots purposes. 
See, now this is important, and you're going to find out later why. Now, you got Tequila Casamigos. This is something I've talked about in one of the earlier seasons of pregaming with Paulie, so some real super fans might might uh, hear this repeat. But there is something about tequila that people have, like, a stigma with, or people have, like, a point about it where it's like, Oh, I I can't drink tequila. I go crazy. You know, my clothes come off. See, now here's my theory on why people say that about tequila. I think when people drink tequila, it's not the same as like, oh, I'm gonna go have a drink tonight, or oh, I'm gonna go pregame. It's we're having a tequila night. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like you're usually doing it with other people. You're usually doing the whole. The whole process with the salt, the lime, the this, the that. And it becomes like an event. Therefore, people get super fucked up because they're in like that element. But it's nothing to do with tequila. It's a mental. It's all mental. Yeah. It's all on the mental. It's all mental. And I don't like people giving tequila bear because I, I love drinking tequila. I like Casamigos. How, how is that shot for you? Beautiful. No face change, no nothing. Like a champ. Like, like, I don't think Pete Davidson would have done that. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Let's jump it right into this first segment and keep things moving. So, Eric and Joey, this first segment is called This Week in Dude News. This now, week news. you know... There's a lot of news. Oh, people are doing this. People are doing that. I'm not interested in that. Mike's not interested in that. You're not interested in that. So what this is, is me and Mike both pick a news story from this week. Neither of us know what the other one has. We're going to tell it to you guys, tell it to each other, and we're just going to comment on it. Mike, do you want to go first? Because I'm not like thrilled about mine, but... Shit, dude. I'm not thrilled about mine either. (laughs) Have you ever had the same story for one another? I'm not sure how many times you've done this, but have you run into that Um... problem yet? I think this Never. is like our fifth or sixth, and no, no, we have not. No, we have not. Okay. Very so, different, actually. Like, not even close sometimes. So far, 33% of my stories have been about North Korea. I've just been, I've just been <laughs> in a big North Korea kick recently. All right, you All know right, what? Paul. Fuck it. I'll do mine. Oh, I, I just pulled it up. Here we go. This week in Dude News. Are we ready? Yeah, a yeah, strip club. A strip club teamed up with a diner to provide a drive-through takeout meals with a show. All right. I think this is in Oregon. Sorry, I didn't take notes this week. I usually take notes. But strip clubs across the U.S. have closed indefinitely. Paul, let's hear it. What? First of all, Oregon was at pretty much the bottom of the list of states I thought that would be in. (laughs) Oregon doesn't <laughs> strike me as or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As, as I, I would strippers and the restaurant biz. I would get if you read that headline, I should have done that game. I should have just played the what what state are we talking about? I would have said like North Carolina, Louisiana, or Florida would be my top three. But mm-hmm. yes. Um yes, it's actually in Portland. The Lucky Devil Lounge in Portland, Oregon converted its food takeout service into a drive-through strip club so customers can enjoy a burlesque show while grabbing their food all from the safety of their car. <laughs> um so it's $30 per car plus 10 for any other passengers. It's called they have it in quotes 
food to go go, and uh, the dancers are making money. Everyone that comes through is super stoked. This is a quote from the owner. And videotaping, this is funny. You could videotape, apparently. Videotaping and throwing money and just being super cool. It's exciting when there's a, it's exciting when there's a carload of people happy to see these girls dance. The lounge owner, uh, Sean Bolden, told the New York Post. Um, so wait, so it's, it's, it's $30 just to do the drive just through. To do it. So you can get takeout from this diner or you can pay, I guess, an additional 30 and the girls, they dance. So if there's a line, they dance for one song. You get a song of them dancing and then at the end, they bring you your food. But he also says if there is no line and the girls are having, people are having fun, they'll play, you know, two or three songs and at the end, they bring them their food. Um, Where did they dance? Where are these people dancing? No, you can see these pictures. It's like they like drive through a tent, like a party tent, like a big white party tent. And in that tent, like a drive through, but it's like, you know, concealed to the public. Um, you stay in your car and on either side of the car, there's multiple strip pole, stripper poles and the girls are just dancing in this tent. Um, pretty wild. Uh, it, so when they first opened up, I like this. It was called Uber Eats, <laughs> but <laughs> but actually Uber Eats came after them with the season uh, uh, season wow. order, which is kind of weird because I mean I know it sounds similar, but that's not like Uber Boober. I don't know, but yeah, then they switched it to Lucky Devil Eats after Uber Eats came after them. Now but yeah, thirty dollars and then plus a, an additional ten for the other people in the car. Now, cousin Joey, do you think that this is like that? This is like the A-list strippers. I feel like this has got to be the strippers that didn't quite like. Ma- it's like the strippers that go to like didn't make their reach school, so like they they just like go to the one close to them. I feel like any stripper worth their salt isn't in a drive-through. Well, I feel like as soon as Fat Mike started explaining what was going on at this place, I immediately assumed it was just the waitresses that had just became strippers. <laughs> Interesting. See, that that's a good question. It, was it a restaurant that became a strip club drive-thru or no, was it no, a no, strip no. club that became a drive-thru? No, in the beginning, the beginning of the article, it says a stripper or strip club teamed up with a local diner. So it's the food is it's from the collab. diner, but it's the strip club's... I guess business. At first, so, I actually so it's like ordering Uber horrible. Eats. Wait, what'd you that? say, Joey? I at first I thought this was sounding horrible until Mike let us know that you could record. I feel like it's a great cash grab for the Instagram people that want to show. Look, I got my cheeseburger deluxe. <laughs> I got my stripper to the left. <laughs> Boom. That's so, a that's a great point. It's worth the thirty dollars just. <laughs> Just for the Instagram story, just for the seven people that are going to respond to you on Instagram asking (laughs) what's going on. All seven seven of them. (laughs) So I I wish I could show the pictures. I know we're audio only for now. But so the pictures in the in the strip club, the girls do have like pasties on their nipples. So maybe that's why they can record. I would assume if they took those off, you probably couldn't. Um, Also, like the girls on the poles have like medical gloves (laughs) And this girl in one of the pictures is wearing a gas mask and like one of those, uh, it, it's pretty wild. Like a, what are you, like a spray paint person type of gas mask, like looking 
like a Mad Max looking stripper, I guess. You know what this reminds me of? Um, have Eric or or Joey, have either of you been to New Orleans? Oh my god. I have not. I go there on Halloween. This you Halloween. go there on Halloween? No, no, like this Halloween, I will be landing there. Oh, oh. Wow. I thought you said like That's you go great. there for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, every every year. Halloween. Tradition with the boys. <laughs> I go there to trick or treat and I go home. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the big houses that give out full size candy bars. I text my and boys, let them know. Oh my god. We might have to join on that. I want to go. New Orleans on Halloween is probably lit, dude, with all the ghouls and the voodoo. That's probably a really good idea. I, I like how those those were your first two thoughts, is the ghouls. <laughs> the ghouls. <laughs> Gotta go to Halloween, because you can't miss the ghouls. So I just watched, I recently watched Always Sunny, where uh, where uh, Charlie makes a, a Tinder account or a dating profile, and he says, like, his likes are, are little ghouls. <laughs> and I think the, the word has just been in my head. But, uh. Yeah, that would be wild. Little so, but wolves. that 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 like drive-through stripper thing reminds me of New Orleans because Joey, when you go there, you'll see this all on Bourbon Street. There's like free strip clubs, right? And there's a guy that stands in the front of them. And picture what this guy looks like—the guy who stands in front of strip clubs trying to get people in. Picture what he looks like. That's like exactly a what he looks like. It's That's like, exactly it, what he looks like. <laughs> He's you don't have like to a... stand close to him. You just have to look at it, look at him, and you can see that his suit is sweaty. Like it just, yeah. it just that it's old just... suit look. Your I'm grand picturing, I'm picturing the guy from the Water Boy who was on the football team. I don't know if he was on it, if he was like an assistant coach, but the guy who never really said words. Hey, Farmer Fran. Farmer Fran. So. Every single one of these free strip clubs has this guy, and it, he looks the same. Like, it looks like it's the same guy at each one. But this one guy who we would walk by, his method of wrangling people in would, <laughs> would be he would, like, lean into you and go, We got big titties, small titties, black titties, white titties, Asian titties, and I just name every different kind of titties. You have told- no idea how amazing it is. He he stood above the crowd. Of every guy that was the same thing, he was number one. It's, like a, at a, it's like a guy at a stadium with a signature hot dog vendor call that people know him by. Like, oh, section 327, you got, the, uh, you got that guy. He, he, he <laughs> like one of those auction people who talk really fast but he said every kind of titty paul just said like five this guy had a thousand he just kept going i don't even know how like there were so many titties out there there's so I'm many saying, what do you think what do you think that what do you think that pays being an auctioneer just just out of curiosity <laughs> Seventy thousand a year i don't maybe do you get paid for auction are you talking about a auction you get a percentage of the sales without the auction. Without the auctioneer, there's no auction. Hmm, that's interesting. I'd be willing to bet that he does get a percentage of the people who walk in the door. But like, what is the percentage? Because the whole thing is that it's free. Is there a cover charge? Oh, there's no cover. Charge no, it's free. But like, they it's usually like tell you. They usually tell you when you go in, like, oh, like you should buy a drink. That's what they say, or at they least they kind of kick this out. There. Yeah, they kicked so, us out of one. So fun story. We got kicked out of an auction. We no, we got. Oh no, no we're uh, talking auctions of the strip club. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How did you get kicked out of an auction? <laughs> so 
when well, it comes let me to tell you, you hold up the paddle too many times, they kick you right out. <laughs> that is too much money, sir. Get the fuck out. <laughs> no, so on the New Orleans, you know, free. So all these on the Bourbon Street strip clubs, they're all free to to enter. That's why they all have those guys trying to get people to come in. You don't have to do anything. You can walk in for free. But once you get in, in like two to five minutes, you, there's like a drink minimum. Like you have to spend money and get a drink. So, but, but me and Paul had a game when we when we went. Well, not even a game. We just made it a point. We went in every single free strip club, and we would just go in until they told us to leave, and then we would leave. <laughs> we would be because, in every single one for five minutes. Because the thing is, these aren't the types of places you want to sit and have a drink. It was no. more going for the theater of it. <laughs> you know, like any strip club that's free in, in New Orleans, it's free for a reason. Yeah, they were scary. Scary times. But fun. Memories. Wow. I just have one one uh, thought on the, uh, the, the strip club drive-thru. Uh, I think, uh, Joey, you mentioned it. Like, who are the girls there? Um, I'm going back and forth. Are these out-of-work strippers? Or are these um, opportunistic and business-savvy uh, waitresses who saw a mm-hmm. market open up for them to not only serve food – but shake their asses around and make a little extra quiche while they serve quiche, if you catch my drip. And I'm not sure what the answer is. And I don't think I want to know. I don't care. Well, do you, you don't want to know? They're, right, they're the strippers from the strip me. club. That was a figure of speech. Yeah. <laughs> it is the strippers from the strip club doing it. Uh, the owner in the article goes on to say that it was a good way to keep, you know, small businesses that are hurting and they're just another small business. Doesn't matter that they're a strip club. And he's making money. The girls are making money. And people are, you know, having a show. That's just good have old, any of you, old hospitality. Have any of you ever eaten inside of a strip club? No. Oh, my God. No. Never. Have you? I've eaten inside of two strip clubs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. How was it? So now, all right. So the first time I was at, you guys probably know this place. Uh, 35. It's somewhere right Off over the bridge. Off of 35. Yeah. Uh, Cousin Eric. Yes. Okay. Disgusting place. Me and my friend <laughs> got been. food there at like 3 o'clock in the morning. They were Whoa. barbecuing outside. My friend Steve <laughs> on, his, <laughs> what? on his 18th birthday, <laughs> on his 18th birthday, orders a hot dog outside <laughs> the strip club. We did not see Steve for three weeks. We thought like we never. We, we didn't even go into the strip club. We, okay, we, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, no, hold on. We, we got back on the parkway. Why did you not see him for three weeks? Is it because he was there the whole time because the hot dogs were so good and he couldn't leave? <laughs> <laughs> we he couldn't get him away Ill. from this place. He was deathly ill. <laughs> wow, I, I yeah. feel like that would be that would be something that I would consider if I was there at the time because it. It's a grill. It's a cheeseburger or hot dog. I feel like you couldn't screw that up. I would rather that than order something from like the kitchen. And that, See, now, you know, that's just. Whoop. Here's where you're wrong because <laughs> at my bachelor party in Tootsie's in Miami, best strip club I've ever been to, they had some of the best chicken wings I've ever had in my life. Wow. I would expect that, that from a Miami strip club. Yeah. See, now, when you first said the grill, at first I was taken aback because it seems like, what, this strip club has an outdoor area? But now that you, now that Mike said that, I would prefer a grill, like a hot dog from a grill, than like 
whatever. Oh, today's the rotisserie chicken special at uh at Sluts Thirty Five. This year. <laughs> Speaking of Thirty Five, heard it burned down recently. It did. It did. So I've never been burned down. <laughs> I don't Look know how, probably from the grill <laughs> they, outside. They barbecue, that, that, that faulty grill in the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, a good friend of mine actually does their, their social media and like graphic design. So he had to like make their, their post for their Instagram saying like, you know, like, we'll be back soon. <laughs> and I was there with them that day and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Very weird. I, I will but, be, uh, I will be. Never been. Up. Yeah, I've ne- I've never been honestly outside of New Orleans. I think I've only been to one, if I can think of that, the one in Asbury, whatever that is. Gross. That's what it is. It's gross. Not a good one. Oh yeah, that one. Oh that my one. god, that's the worst in the nation. I was the worst in the nation. I was there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you were there with me. <laughs> that was my one time. I think outside of New Orleans. Wait, that's the only time you've been to a when strip club? Outside of New Orleans, I think that was the only time. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I haven't been to a strip club in a long time, but the last time I was there, I was like, eh, it's, it's not for me. <laughs> it's, it's not for me. It was, it was all too much. I think every time I've been in one, it's just like, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> yeah, like, I, just don't feel I, need, bad. I need the three of you. I need the three of you to drive over the bridge to Staten Island when the world opens and come to our strip club. You want to see disgusting? You come there. Oh God! Oh, heavens, no! Listen, all you have Save to know it, is so, cousin Joey, Staten Island strip club, boom. As if there isn't ho- enough reason to already avoid Staten Island. Avoid I'm absolutely Staten. not doing that. On Halloween, when you go, when you go see the ghouls in the strip club on Bourbon Street, let me know. Let me know if it compares to to Staten Island's ghouls. I still can't get over that. Mike's like, Uh-oh, you're going to New Orleans on Halloween. We got to go and see the ghouls. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Dude, you know there's ghouls in New Orleans. Come on. All right, we going. Paulie, you got. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll give mine. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Yeah, yeah. M- mine's not as fun, but I, I thought it was kind of wild that this is a real thing that happened. So this title says, did I miss anything? <laughs> A man emerges from a 75-day silent retreat in Vermont. This is a real story. And then the subtext says, while I was on retreat, there was a collective traumatic emotional experience that I was not a part of? Question mark. And this guy, Daniel Thorson, on May 23rd, rejoined society after an absence for two and a half months. So this guy went on like a Buddhist retreat in Vermont. Again, not the state, I think, would be hosting Buddhist retreats, but what do I know? Um, this guy also looks exactly like me. So if you want to pick a <laughs> picture in the story, I swear to God, this guy looks exactly like me. Um, so he comes out after 75 days, goes on to Twitter, says, did I miss anything? And, you know, obviously, blah, 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 blah. People are like, wait, wait. But there's one quote in this that is really bizarre to me. So he, <laughs> so the article goes, after leaving the meditation center, the first evidence he saw was gas, was at a gas station, I guess of just people being out. And he said, people were coming in and out wearing shorts, a scene so characteristic of northern Vermont that he was deeply reassured. 
that like you know the world was okay and then he says it's vermont he said somebody's getting gas what what does what that, that even, mean? even mean so first of all they're wearing shorts re- so he's reassured that the world is how it was because people are getting gas wearing shorts in vermont Imagine being so pretentious about the state you live in that you think Vermont is the only place that people always get uh, gas in shorts. Everything must be normal. Like as <laughs> if as if people as if this guy was at this retreat in North Carolina and he saw people wearing shorts getting gas. Would he be like, what, 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 what? Is, is this Vermont? Yeah. He's acting like, like he's in Saudi Arabia. Like, oh my God, people in shorts. What the like? Like, why is people getting gas so reassuring to him? And why is he? Why is he saying it's Vermont? You know, I feel like you could say anything. It's like, oh, I saw people looking at a tree. It's Vermont. You know, it's, <laughs> this is what we do here. They got they got flip flops on. They're looking at a tree, normal as as any other day. But and I have I have, I have a pretty obvious explanation as to what happened he obviously whatever his retreat was or was not i don't know what details are available there are some drugs involved maybe something like ayahuasca i think that's the pronunciation of it uh it's like a leaves that you you drink you brew it you drink it like tea and you get fucked up for like an entire day he obviously did that fell in love with it took too much of it had a crazy trip for how many days i don't know came back and you're a little bit different after something like that. I know people who have taken acid and they've been a little bit off ever since. This guy was in the woods. Shout, like out, shout out to our cousin Danny. Shout out to our cousin Danny. <laughs> and our probably, cousin Danny. probably Uncle Alan as well. Hippie from the <laughs> 60s. Uh, we can get into that on another episode if you'd like. Um, but it's very clear to me, maybe almost too clear, that... You, go, you take the drugs in the forest on a Buddhist retreat and you come back and people wearing shorts getting gas in Vermont suddenly makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I just can't imagine like being like in my apartment for let's say I was locked in here for 75 days and I go out. And I'm like, is, is the world OK? And then I see a gas station and people are wearing shorts and pumping gas. I'd be like, oh, OK, thank God. It's, imagine it's still Vermont. Drugs, imagine taking drugs for how long is it? A month? 75 days so it's like 75 days imagine being on your own in the forest for 75 days being on drugs you can picture this happening you you walk along the highway probably barefoot you get back to civilization you see people and you just think "Ah, yeah this this is right this is all this is what it's supposed to be also i'm starting to buy into this uh ayahuasca acid uh theory because there's a paragraph here that says about him it says after graduating from college, he was an organizer for Occupy Wall Street, camping in Zuccotti Park in Lower Manhattan and engaging with pedestrians. He logged a few years with the Buddhist Geeks movement, promoting wow. the use of online technology for enlightenment seeking. That sounds like someone who does a lot of acid to me. Bro, yeah. the Buddhists have been getting fucked up for, fuck, for centuries. But this so is this Buddhist is... geeks movement. I don't even. I don't, what the fuck does that even mean? The Buddhist the... geeks movement. I like I how it know. says that with no explanation. Like we're just supposed to know what the Buddhist no. geeks movement is. I know very Those... little about it, and I am tempted to renounce all my possessions and join that movement as soon as possible. As soon as Tuesday, if I have any say over it. 
I'm pretty sure those are the the monks that walk around Warp Tour, and they're just white kids with like giant sun hats on, and they hand out like Bibles or whatever they do, and they call themselves like monks or whatever it is. Sounds the like guys those in guys. the city have those coins that they hand out. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's free, take it. And they talk to you for five minutes, and then at, like they're like, no, well, you're supposed to give me five bucks, and you're like, what? But could you imagine a worst seventy five days to do that? Like, I feel like at least in my life, I would think it's the best because then like all the all the bad times that have been going on where, you know, we're imagine if you did it and you had FOMO or something like that, where you're like, all your friends are having a great time. No one's having a good time. So what better time to go lock yourself? What better time to get arrested? What better time to do anything? You know, no one else. I I think I think worst was a bad choice of words. I mean, like. Is there a more confusing time to okay. do it than these past 75 days? Can you imagine go, like going into this thing 75 days ago? What, like the, I, This is like the most different I feel like the world has been in a 75-day frame in like my whole life. Ever. Can you imagine not yeah. knowing anything? Now that, that takes us back to, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Jared Leto, you know, singer, actor went through the same thing. It was like, it was a, maybe a month ago. It was like mid-April or something. He got back from like his retreat and and he put up like a tweet and people got mad at him because he did one of those like, hey, what I miss? And like, he had no idea what was going on. And it was like one of those things like you think a celebrity fame, but he was like, dude, that was like locked in a tent in the middle of nowhere in the desert or something. But like people were just like, I don't know. They were just, you know, pulling their, I'm annoyed at him because he, he's not, enlightened like everybody else but it's literally the same situation that he's like going on his monk i don't know he's a weirdo too he's probably a monk not just That's a monk uh, can anyone, can anyone get me these drug leaves that eric was talking about ayahuasca that's like a joe rogan thing it's like mm-hmm. dmt um, right in the comic section below if you, if you have uh connections <laughs> i i have a friend i have a friend in mind who i probably can at least ask about it he'll know where where to where to turn me to if if he can't help everyone knows one person they would they would ask they don't know if they have it but i know this guy i'd I'd ask if i wanted it yeah send them to staten island if you found him let's move right on into the next segment because we're getting close to our crunch time here we're gonna be able to push that time oh okay good well let's do the next one anyway this one, uh, Eric and uh, Cousin Joey, is we call our friend Alec without a warning, and he has to give us one sports fact, and then we talk about it, and we hang up on him before he can say anything else. So let's give him a call. Sounds hilarious. Alec, sports fact of the day. And again, going off of what he just said, anything he says is a fact. We can't look it up, and we just have to talk about it as this is the fact, if he says whatever. Hello? The Man of Steel. Is this, Hello? <laughs> is this the Man of Steel? This is the Man of Steel. Uh, Alec, us and everyone at home all across America, when we came out with this podcast, there was one person also listening in Germany want to know, what is your sports fact of the day? Wow. All the way in Germany. Wait, who is the guest today? Uh, the guest is Eric Hammer and Cousin Joey. Nice. I have no idea who Cousin Joby is, but hello. Well, you're going to fucking find out. Wow. Get, okay. 
Get recognized, so, bro. My sports fact of the day is the state sport of Alabama is figure skating. Interesting. Oh, wait. You know what? The fact that you just said that made me uh, think of something that I had to tell you. Okay, I hung up on him. <laughs> so, so, Alex Sports Fact is the state sport of Alabama is figure skating. Wow. First of all, I don't even know states had sports. Yes. Second of all, the gall of Alabama to declare their state sport figure skating. Why does I, Alec like, know Alabama's state? Like, why? Why does he know what New Jersey state is? That's a strange. What is New state Jersey's just to know. Uh, sport? I have no idea. I have no idea. I would say it's lacrosse. Can you call Alec back? <laughs> that sounds right. We're, and we're going to go with <laughs> the New Jersey state sport is now lacrosse. You heard it here first. Cousin so, Joey, how are you? I have, I have the, I'm trying to think of a way to rationalize this, assuming that this is true, which I believe we have to assume is, is it factual. Is it's my, only, my only thought is that everybody pictures Alabama and they say, boom, football state. Perhaps sometime in recent history, they had a meeting of um, the higher powers and said, we need to diversify and we cannot be known as only a football state. We need to flip the script um, and, and broaden our horizons and our skill set. We need something that is a game changer and we need something that people wouldn't expect and is not weather permitting. Let's start ice skating. Something it's totally different. It's interesting that you think this is a new thing. I would guess that they did this like years and years and years ago. And then it's like they forgot about it. And it's like, well, we only care about football now. And it's like, but we're not going to just go and change the state sport. I feel like once these things are like decided, they're just decided forever. Like, is New Jersey ever going to change their state bird? The state bird. No, the I, state think bird. Is, I think the this golden is a con- I think this is a conscious effort to rebrand Alabama as an as as whatever their image is portrayed to be, and they they want to be an ice skating state. Uh, meanwhile, nobody gives a fuck that they ice skate, whether or not they did or do. They are a football state. They do two a days and three a days, and high school football is life. And they don't ice skate as far as I'm concerned. I'm not buying it. Now I have a pretty uh, good idea of what I think the powers that be in Alabama would be like. And they don't strike me as the type that would want to be associated with figure skating. Like I think that's exactly why they would try to give off that uh, that sort of new identity that they're trying to to achieve. Mm-hmm. Cousin Joey, thoughts? I don't know, man. I didn't have to <laughs> you, so fuck him. <laughs> you heard it here first our official thoughts on this podcast about alabama state sport being figure skating is fuck you alec learn cousin joey's name or don't give us a fact get in tune wow. or go the fuck home wow it's a fair point does anyone know here's an off-topic question this is one i just know off the top of my head so paul said the state bird of new jersey did anyone i kind of said it do you guys know what it was Lacrosse? No, the bird. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the bird, bird the lacrosse bird. I said what I said. <laughs> All right, Golden uh, Finch. Does anyone know the state? Something lame, like uh, like the, right. the one-eyed robin or like the, 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 the blue-tailed dove. No, that would be cool. I don't know. It's a, something it's, something it's lame. The golden, 
It's the golden finch. Does anyone know the New Jersey state animal? First of all, you can say, does anyone know the New Jersey state anything? And I will not know it. You don't, don't know, know it? Like it? No. I don't I think it's like a show here, but. No? Yeah, I, I actually do know like... the New Jersey, New Jersey animal. I do know that. It's the, uh, it's the snow leopard. Yes. What? It's the snow leopard. No, it's, it's a horse. Endangered <laughs> oh species. God, snow leopard. Native But I know what Bob Alex says wrong. is fact. Wrong, Al- what Alex said is a fact. But now that the segment is over, I was so intrigued that I, I actually looked this one up. Nothing I came across Googling that. I looked at three Wikipedias. Nothing says that at all. The state sport so, of Alabama is... Yeah. Is so there's a... Yeah, not in there, but there is a list on Wikipedia of state sports uh, recognized by state legisla- uh, legislation. Uh, what do you call that? Why can't I say right now? Legislator? Legisla- yep. <laughs> that's it. The, yeah. the, the duty. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's nine, a big word. Seven. There's only <laughs> 15 states with uh, a state sport recognized, and Alabama is not one of them. What's New York? Uh, it's not one of them. <laughs> I'll we say got... this. I, I would have believed that New Jersey's state animal was a snow leopard before I would have believed that Alabama's state sport yes. is figure skating. Yep. We can all agree on that. Alaska's got dog mushing. I like that. I'd rather that be the that's fact very of the day. Believable. That's Alaska's very believable. fact is dog mushing. No door. You ever watch the Iditarod? Ever see snow dogs with Cuba Gooden Jr.? I'll say this. I'm so confident that no one in Alabama gives a fuck about figure skating that you could go to Alabama and pick 10 people you want, and I'll be able to figure skate better than them. And I've never figure skated before in my life. That's how much they don't give a fuck about figure skating. Hard to argue with it. Now, Mike, should we bring them into our next segment? Let's do it. Okay, this is our next and final segment. We may or may not riff after. We'll see. But this is the next, the last formal segment. Mike, can you tell them what it is? This uh, is very interactive. Yes, this is game time, boys. Uh, we're going to start with a drunk spelling bee. How we're going to work this. This is only our second time doing it. It's still like a work in progress. This is our first time doing it with two other people. But you're going to pick a number. And whatever number you get, I'll read the word because I got a list of numbers. I'm not I'm a list of words, often numbers. I'm not I'm not choosing a word for I want to get somebody a really hard one or anything. Completely random. And the if you get it wrong, you take a shot. I'm gonna say this though, today, if you get one right, this is new, you give a shot. Damn. And if you get one wrong, you take a shot? Get one wrong, you take the shot. You get one right, you give a shot. All right. Well, so in, with, in, in light of in light of that information, Joe is going to be profoundly fucked up in like seven. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know. You guys do not know this. I mean, Eric knows this. I am not bright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we'll do a little quick one. We'll do what? Two words a person. How about that? Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Who wants to start? <laughs> any any Eric. takers? I'll start. Eric, pick a number one through 13. My lucky number is five. Five. (laughs) Now that I have some drinks in me, it's kind of hard to talk (laughs) when you. (laughs) 
Could you spell jeweler? <laughs> what? Yes, yes I could can. You... Hey, no, hold on. Well, no, 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 no. I want you to say that <laughs> Jewel, word. Jeweler. 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 I still don't know what it is. I genuinely don't they know what word you said. They're hearing it, and that's all that matters. So, in, in a bit of a slumdog millionaire-esque aside... Yeah. Uh, we mentioned our cousin Danny and our uncle Alan, who may or may not have both suffered from acid trips. Uh, the third person in that family is our Aunt Stacy, who is a jeweler as a profession. So uh, I'd be happy to spell uh, it. There's one part of the word that's given me some hesitance, but without further ado, I believe jeweler is spelled J-E-W-E-L-E-R, jeweler. Correct. Give a shot, Eric. Yeah. I can give it to anybody. Yeah. Okay, Even me. Well, I'm, I'm in play here. I'm not playing the spelling bee, but I will take a shot if I'm Great. Well, I think, I think the first shot um, would have to go to Paul because of the invitation on his podcast. Paul, drink up, you jeweler bitch. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, while I take this, I will give a toast. This is also a new rule that uh, when you take your first shot, you need to make a toast. Um, as soon as I open this, this is a toast to Eric and Cousin Joey. Um, we want to thank you for being the second guest on the new season of Pregame with Paulie and for being such good participants in the game section. Thank you. Cheers, Paul. Watch the face. Watch the face. No face. No face. Paul, I have a question. I have a question before we continue. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say that, I want to say, as I was doing it, I was looking at your face watching me do it, and I was like, <laughs> Cousin Joey's going to give me shit for how I'm taking this. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Yo, dude, what was that, man? Are you like, so you're, that, you're a big chase guy. That was the double <laughs> chase method. You do a little yeah. bit of the watermelon lemonade in your mouth before, then you do the shot, then you do the watermelon lemonade again. You basically again, never taste see, it. Remember how I said I'm not that bright? I thought that was just a really big shot glass. <laughs> 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 I thought that was a big shot glass. <laughs> see, I you know, I've never been great at taking shots. There's those like guys that will say the like the cool thing of like oh I don't need a chaser you know and things like that I've I've never been that guy I'm old <laughs> enough now that I don't even want to pretend to be that guy this method works for me uh it makes me not gag on a shot and you know I'm comfortable with the person I am now yeah you know what Paul Where that's the worst that's the worst method of drinking to be known to be good at like if someone's great at shotgunning beers or funneling or something of that nature that is actually like somewhat practical and and like a little bit like impressive but nobody cares if you can take shots better than me mm, i would agree. I agree and that listen and this is something we need to normalize in media and mainstream culture i see tv shows all the time of them like at a bar and they'd be like oh you guys want to get a shot and all of them are just taking it and they might be like Ugh, after but that never happens Right? If if no. if I go to a bar and someone gets me a shot, I say things like, Oh, can you ask the bartender if he could pour a little bit of Coca-Cola in a glass for me? <laughs> you know? 
I'm supposed to believe no one in that group of eight said that? I don't believe Listen, it. Listen, I feel, I feel after the age of 23, you are supposed to enjoy your alcohol the way you want to enjoy your alcohol. Mm. You don't got to look cool for me. You don't got to look cool for anybody. Thank you. I think that is the exact right age. I think you nailed it on that first. 23 is like 23. Boom, because the world I, needs know, more of that. That's, yeah. that's you, really good. Because 21, you're still in college. 22, you're probably still in college. 23... You have that whole year after where, like, you're out of college, but, like, you still kind of want to look cool. And so then it's, like, after 23, it's, like, the fucking wheels fall off, dude. All right. Well, I said we, we're going clockwise on my screen. So, Paul, Paul, you are up. Pick a number one through 13, not five. One. Paul, can you spell camouflage? Uh I feel like this is going to be embarrassing. I feel like I'm going to be really off. Camouflage. C-A-M-O. Are you going to the mall later? F. Wait, 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 Paul. Can you repeat? I'm sorry. Audio got screwed over there. Sorry. You said C-O. You said C-A-M-O. I feel like I'm going to take back what I said because I feel like it's wrong now from what you just said. No, no, I just, Eric, Eric, you said like something F and then I didn't hear what you said, so. All right, all right, all right. I, I'm, I'm just going to start over. Okay. C-A-M-O. I don't know where the U is. I know there's a U somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, C-A-M-O-U. F L A G E camouflage. Correct. Paulie, give Boom. The shot. I will give the shot to cousin Joey. And I will take that shot in stride, pride. I'm not sure what the word is because I thought you were way off. And I was gonna say, wow, I'm not the dumbest <laughs> guy here, but Dude, I was I wrong at first. If if Mike didn't tell me to go back and start over, I would have gotten it wrong because I think I said C A M O. You didn't say that. You said that. And if we're being, uh, I've watched a lot of these scripts, national spelling bees. That would actually be against the rules. But because this is your podcast, I'm gonna let you <laughs> go back. Right, you know what? Change what you said. All right, I'll tell you what. Tell I'll me. do it. I'll take the shot here for being wrong. But Eric, you also have to do like a half one. So this is for, this is for why being I asked. For being a, a stickler. Why I asked, why I asked for you to repeat though, was because when Eric said, "Are you going to the mall later?" I thought you might have said O U F, which you would have been right. But I didn't know if you said the U or you just said O, and then Eric said U, and then you said F. So I was confused on who said the U. I heard you. You guys mean to tell me that there's no F after the O? There's a U, then an F. All right, cousin Joey, what give a us the toast. What a joke. I'll do <laughs> what one a... too. I'll do one too for mishearing. <laughs> Yo, I can't spell. Cheers. Okay. Wow, <laughs> truly an iconic statement. All right. I don't think ready? anybody else can nope. toast on that. That was Joey's toast, right? This mm-hmm. is gonna be no, no, no chaser, no chaser. All right. all right, Paul, I have a question for you. Yeah. You're at the bar, okay? <laughs> yeah. Me and, you, me and you were doing a shot of tequila. Shot of tequila? Yeah, obviously Wait. watermelon lemonade is not at the bar. You're going to have to rewind like 15 seconds. I feel like you just cut out. Me and you were at the bar, and 
Me and you are at the bar. I say, Paul, let's go do a shot. Yeah. We go to the bar. I say, two order, two shots of tequila. Boom. What's your chaser at the bar? I would, if it's tequila, I would ask if they could give us a lime. Oh, that's, that's totally really fine. That's totally yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. like that's not at, like out of the ordinary. But if someone wanted like to do like a shot of vodka or whiskey, I would ask for just like a little cup of of anything. It would probably be like like Pepsi or something like that or like Coke. But at that okay. point, I would be up, up to the mercy of the bartender. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, offer some unsolicited advice for you, Paul. On that note. Um, if somebody offers you a shot of whiskey, you do not ask for a chaser and you just choke it down because that's what people do. If somebody, however, offers you a shot of vodka, you say, absolutely not. You disgusting asshole. Why don't you leave the bar and go home? Nobody yeah. likes you. Who does? Wow. Why, why do you say that? A shot of vodka is absolutely ridiculous, Russia, bro. <laughs> Wait, vodka, what? Vodka Wait, what is time? What is time? Because I feel like both of you guys are saying something. by other flavors. Vodka needs other flavors to like, ex- like accentuate some of the attributes of vodka. You're not supposed to drink that straight, and it, it, you can't. It's disgusting. Nobody ever enjoys drinking that by itself. The other ones, people sip whiskey, people sip tequila. Vodka needs to be with something else. I have notes. I have notes. As someone who worked in a bar for a while, what Paul is saying the lime with the tequila. Why I hate annoying, especially a busy bartender, say in a club or something like that. If you would ask for a shot of vodka or a shot of whiskey, no one gives you a chaser. Like you're annoying them to go get you a chaser, you know. But with the shot of tequila, the great thing about getting a tequila shot is you never have to ask for the lime. The bartender is going to put maybe a second cup and give you like three limes in it and walk away, which is fantastic. Maybe, maybe you've had experiences where you don't. I've maybe, had plenty of experiences but I think, where they don't. I Too many. Think, no, I, Mike's right. I think an experienced bartender knows enough to no just, question. hey, I'm busy. Throw the limes at people. Here you go. I'm moving on. Because net, nine times out of ten, someone's going to ask you for a lime. When you get a whiskey shot or a vodka shot, most people, most people don't want to annoy you for that chaser. Second note is Eric saying, you know, a shot of plain vodka. You're completely right. Uh, you need, you know, a cherry vodka. So I like to do cherry bombs, cherry vodka, Red Bull, something, vodka Red Bull. That's, that's what people do. You know, you don't, don't just, hey, let's, let's get a shot of just straight vodka. That is insane. I I've agree. literally been doing shots of vodka this whole time. I, no, I, see, I have, on I your have own, but at a bar, bro. I think it's different. Cousin Joey, what were you saying? I, well, you're doing shots of just straight Tito's right now. Well, I'm chasing it with the watermelon lemonade. Well, Does so that change really things? Doing, yeah, because you're not so. doing a shot of vodka anymore, man. Okay. Let me clear the air here. Let me I'm let having some trouble distinguishing between. No, no, no. I'm very perceptive of what's happening here. This is different because. And it's perfect, actually. The name of the podcast is Pre-Gaming with Paulie. At a pre-game, it's very normal to, like, sip, like, vodka and chase it and go back and forth. You're not acting in the same way that you might at a bar because you have the ability to take chasers and pour whatever you want. At a bar, it's totally different. And on top of that, which nobody's mentioned yet, what the fuck are we even ordering shots for? Nobody actually enjoys taking shots. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I, I, I don't that person. Disagree. And if somebody offers it, fine. But don't be like, 
Oh, who wants around the shots? Nobody does. Okay, we have Joey on, on the other side. Joey says nay. Elaborate. I'll tell you this. No matter what I'm drinking from the pregame to the Uber ride there to while I'm there, a shot of tequila is a must. I'm drinking vodka at 8, 8 p.m. and I'm drinking it at 10 p.m. Tequila will be there in the shots while I'm out. I'll and tell you what. I I'm... also, on, on that note, if I'm going out you know, down the shore, if I'm with my guys, hey, round of cherry bombs. If I'm maybe with a girl who usually gets a mixed drink, hey, let's take a shot of tequila real quick. Let's get a shot of Casamigos in us. And then you kiss her. Maybe. See, if it's a first date, no kissing on the first date. Second date, maybe we kiss. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely team Eric here where if, you, if I'm in a bar with you, at no point will ordering a round of shots be my idea. Now, if you say something like, Hey, let's get a round of green tea shots, like a mix shot. Now, oh, yeah. now, now you're getting into my world. You know <laughs> that I could be on board with, but I'm on board with those all day. Yeah, see, because that you take with no chase or no problem. You know, mm. that's like not yeah. even a real shot. It's like a, it's it's its own thing. And but honestly, I can't believe we failed to mention on? that. What's that, Joey? What is a green tea shot? Like, I've had I'm, a million of them. All right. I, I'm are. pretty sure it's like Jameson. It might be peach schnapps or something like that. Believe and then me. one other thing, sour mix. Yeah, is that right? I think, I, I'm pretty sure you're right, boy. It's not I, a bartender, but yeah, you're, you're right. I think I don't know right. what's in it. It's like a Long Island iced tea. They just put a bunch of shit in a bowl and give it to just you. Stuff you don't in ask a questions. Bowl, yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, it's like no alcohol, but it tastes good, and that's okay. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't mess it, uh, we haven't mentioned green tea shots after all the shots talk because that that is the common shot today at the bar that you get it because nobody needs a chaser. It's just easy. The bartender yeah, makes a thousand never, of them and everyone buys five at a time, you know, and you'll never find green tea shots, green tea shots at a pregame. No, no one knows what's true. Never. Very rare. Very rare. All right. Uh, we cousin have cousin Joey. Joey's word. You are up. Fuck! I really thought everybody was gonna forget about me. <laughs> right, pick a number. Pick a number two through thirteen, not five. Seven. Ooh. Fuck! I Could picked you... six. <laughs> Could you spell phenomenon? <laughs> no, no, he, no, he can't. <laughs> no, no, he can't. Okay, uh, can we do this? He, Does no, any wait? No, are you gonna no, spell no, it? We give okay. him a chance. Give him a chance. I thought that was him saying no. All right. P H E N Finn. That's all I got. I got Finn. No, 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 dude, you're so dude, close. Keep, keep going. going. Keep you going. Keep going. Sound it out, bro. You're right so far. P H E N. Yeah, but I forgot what I said, man. You said P H E N. P H E N. <laughs> Come on, you're so close. Just keep going. Oh. Yes. Oh, I'm not gonna say anything. Just keep going. <laughs> M. Nah, I'm wrong. No, d- just go. Just trust yourself. P H E N. You Fina. already had passed that, dude. You're, you you yeah, were past that already. I did. 
I'm yeah, you passed that. <laughs> Cousin Joey, you have you have eight seconds to finish this word. Go. You said P H E N O M. Finish it. <laughs> I N. A-N? Very close. You said I. Good start, Joey. And, uh, it's, uh, yes, sick. I got it. The M. The M is M-E-N-O-N. But you just doubted yourself. Have some oh, yeah, confidence. Do it there the whole can't time. Spell it. I can't. I am like <laughs> you in this book. spell because he's giving the words. No, Do we give him that's a chance why he's to spell something? And that's why I'm the host of the games uh... because. Shit. I'm here to make you guys look bad while I look smart because I researched everything beforehand. <laughs> well, listen, I watched a lot of Prices Right, and when they do the mini golf game, Drew Carey always says, "Let me show you how it's done," and he gets up there and puts a hole in one. And I by wanted way, to do the thing. I, I don't have I don't have the time to talk about Drew Carey as the host of the Prices Right, but boy, do I have a lot. A big walk. Mike, <laughs> Mike, if you walk. want, if you want. To have respect as host of this game, you will spell the word trepidation right now. <laughs> Literally, spell, no. spell trepidation. <laughs> Eric Hammer, I hate you. <laughs> I didn't give you the word. You're on this show and you call me out. I'm the guest. I'm, I'm I'm the guest. I'm the I'm the host guy. I'm the I'm the I'm the dungeon master of Dungeons and Dragons. You know, I tell you to roll the dice. I don't roll All the right, dice. Then, then refuse. I I. I'll take a shot. It, I don't even know if Paul said that's spell trepidation. Then, you he, know. he just rolled over. Tret trep. T R T R E P. Okay. Trep uh, A. Is it an A? Wrong. Is no. It an I? Is it an I? No. It's an I. It is an I. Okay, that was my next guess. <laughs> All right, taking a shot. You called me out. I once watched the spelling bee on TV, and this little kid was taking his name tag and flipping it and writing the word. In, oh, like, they all you know do what that. I mean? Yeah. And I, I wanted, to, I wanted to write my, I wanted to write the word phenomenon on my name tag, but I don't, don't have a name some of tag, them, so I just, I let it go. And some of them write it in the air as if they have this like magic Disney Channel quill that will like oh, illuminate the letters. Why didn't I that. do that? All right. I know um, we're running late. Are you guys still good on time or what? Yeah, I was just going to say, good, Mike, I, I think we might have to wrap up. Cousin Joey's good. Eric, uh, I think Eric. I've, I've, I've got a few minutes. All right. Do we want to move my on wife, to some trivia? My wife instead has not of... complained yet, so I'm good. All right. We'll, we'll do one trivia. trivia question each, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. Sounds like a plan. Let's see. One, two, three, four. All right. So since we're doing one each, and this is my game show. We're going to stay in movie news or movie trivia only. No other categories, okay? Everyone, everyone, I feel like everyone should know. And I picked, I picked general movie news. I'm not going deep diving or anything like that, okay? So who lay, uh, who finished? Cousin Joey. So Eric, do you want to start? Pick a number I'd be happy one, to. two, three, four, four, Also, five. the next shot, regardless, Eric has to give the toast. Yes. It's funny you said that, Paul, because I wrote down in my in my mental notes up here where it's safe before the end of this podcast, I was going to give a toast because I didn't get a chance to in the previous game. I'll pick number one. Thank you, Fat Mike. Number Hold one. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Okay. Time out. Before we leave, 
I would like to give one final real toast, if you guys okay. don't mind. Oh, we'll okay. schedule that. Yes. We'll schedule wait, that. Wait, wait to one-up me, Joey. <laughs> I, just said, <laughs> I just said the exact same thing. <laughs> wait, fuck let me you. get another shot. Let me get... shit, man. And fuck okay. Staten Island. No, wait, hold on, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Actually, before that. it's all over, I'm going to give another actual really real toast. All right, Paul, I'll put you after Cousin Joey, all right? <laughs> all right, let's before go. Before this is all over, Fat Mike should... Definitely give her. <laughs> cousin, cousin Joey, can you let my? Can you let me have my own moment? Because I was gonna say, all right. Question one, Eric is. Wait, wait, guys, one second. Before, after Paul's toast, I'm gonna give the final toast. Okay, if that's okay with all you guys, I'm gonna give one more. But Eric, question one: What is the first feature-length animated movie released? The first featured-length. Animated movie released, wide release theaters, animated movie. Is it Fantasia? Do we do like a steal or should I just say yes or no? Because that's obviously a no. But for this, we'll just say no. Was it Fantasia or was it not Fantasia? It's not. Answer my cousin now. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone have, even though we're not doing steals, anyone have a guess if they know? Repeat the question again. A first featured-length animated film, like movie-wide, uh, country-wide release. Is it Fantasia? Yes, Cousin Joey. No. <laughs> Paul, do you have a guess? <laughs> um, I was going to say Fantasia. Wow, all Fantasia. Uh, no, it's you're close. You're on the right You know, production company. It's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Well, all right, Eric. Eric, shot. You, uh, do your shot and toast. All right, I'd be happy to. I was pretty, sh- like, somewhat confident in that answer. I honestly want to look that up because I think Snow White's like 54, 1954. Jesus Christ, really? So, most of you, all three of you know me pretty well. I like to spit some motivational life shit whenever I get the opportunity to. So I'm going to leave you all with a final send-off quote for the night. And I want you to take this into tomorrow and the rest of the weekend and the rest of your life. Um, here is my toast. May we live as long as we want and never want as long as we live. Cheers. Wow. wow. That's beautiful. Okay, yeah, well, I was home. way off. It's freaking out. They just shed a tear. <laughs> I'll cry with you, bro. You were wrong, Mike? I was way off. I said like 1950. No, so... You guys were actually really close with Fantasia. That is a 1940 film. Snow White was 1937. That is wild to me. Crazy. Okay, uh, Paulie, pick a number. That was number one. So two, two, three, four, five, two. In The Matrix, what pill does Neo take? The red pill or the blue pill? The red pill. Correct. Woo-hoo! Good job, Paul. Right. I mean, that was kind of 50-50. It kind of sucks, but I'm sorry. I know sorry. that because there is a subreddit called uh, r slash the red pill where people talk about conspiracy theories. Oh, uh, thank you, Reddit. So because I will okay, give my... Staten Island? What? Because, I'm from Staten... because I'm from Staten Island, I automatically assumed it was Parkerset. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm taking blues tonight, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right. Blues, ball. Three, four. All right, Cousin Joey. Three, four, or five. 
<laughs> you said four or five? Three, four, or five. Paul picked two. I got to go with three. Okay. What movie did Steven Spielberg win his first Best Directing nomination? For the Oscar. Steven Spielberg movies. His first. Before I give my answer, I would just like to let you all know, back, I've been a major, major weed head from like the age of 13 till about 27. And most potheads have seen every movie ever. Okay. You name a classic movie, there's a good chance I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Or you have seen it? I have not seen it. Isn't that contradicting what you just said? <laughs> yes, 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 it is. It is. But I to let you, know. you lost me on that one. Yeah, I, I we're a big like we're we're a big like uh, like Good Burger family. We've seen that like a yeah. hundred of times. <laughs> I will repeat the whole Good Burger script right now. <laughs> I like that you say uh, I'm a big bead head instead of pothead too. I, I was gonna, head, you but... know, it's funny you said that, Mike. I was thinking the same thing, like only real potheads refer to themselves as weed heads. It's like a term that we don't even, <laughs> don't even know of. It's like more classy. Uh, yo, I can't even guess. I can't even like throw out an educated You don't guess have right a there. Steven Spielberg movie to guess with? I no. No, I do, no. I do not. Anyone else? Is E.T. Steven Spielberg? Sure is. If so, I would guess E.T. How the fuck do you know that fat Mike? Hammer? I'm a big movie guy, but Hammer, anything? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. I'm not. I'm not a a, a, a cinema guy. Uh, well, all right, Indiana well, Jones. Another Spielberg, but no, you're both Paul. You're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, it's Schindler's List, a classic. Okay, yeah. and, and, well, all all fairness. Boring. Wait a fucking the ever, the room. <laughs> one of the greatest ever made, guys. In all fairness, I was one of the greatest that. stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Jews. Shout out to the Jews. All right, cousin Joey, give us your toast. I'll take this last half shot I have because I think we're going to close out with this. So I was preparing for this all day without really knowing what this whole podcast was about. I didn't know Paul even had his own podcast until the other day. Uh, I got a text from. I heard a ding, right, while I was driving home. I look at my phone. It said cousin, and the other name was Paul the Sar. Wait, hold on, hold on. You're going to have to rewind like like nine excited. seconds, cousin Joey. Fuck. What we heard the about the ding. We heard about it started the ding. <laughs> we know you got a ding on your phone. <laughs> so I got a ding on my phone. I had no seatbelt on, okay? I'm driving home. I look down at the phone, not paying attention to the road. <laughs> I see a text from Cousin Eric, comma, Paul, star, New Jersey. What's the star for? Because Paul is Jewish. And I was very excited to read that text. <laughs> is that Paul the- is actually... When you said that you wanted to do another toast because you felt like the other one was... <laughs> that was not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> First of Ball all, I love the detail of you not wearing a seatbelt. That was thrown in. Never. Ever in my great, life. Great imagery. All right. I'll drink to that, I guess. Here we go. We all, we're all doing Fellas, shots. Cheers. Yeah, we'll, cheers. we'll all finish it up. <laughs> you are my favorite I've... person that I never met before. 
Cousin Joey, you're my favorite person I never met before, too. Sick. And with that, you know, who, you know who my favorite person I never met before is? Who's Cousin that, Mike? Joey. I like Ryan, I like, like Ryan Gosling. I'm a big Ryan Gosling guy, honestly. Oh Love man, guy. who's next? Pete Davidson. It was. This would have went. Uh, <laughs> You, Pete you Davidson is number two on my okay. list. I really, yo, you know, you know what the worst part about doing a podcast is when you miss a joke, it's recorded and you can't, you can't fix it. You know, it's just done. All right, Mike. Then you give us the, you give us the last toast. You're the only person to oh. not do it yet, and then we'll wrap this bitch up. Wait, Paul, did you do your toast yet? Yeah, I did my first one. I think it's fun. One, so everyone, so this is the last toast of the night. Mm-hmm. All right, pouring it out. Jesus Christ. I got work in the morning, too. This is fun. Let's all feel bad for Fat Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you who doesn't feel bad. I'll tell you who doesn't feel bad. Cousin Joey does not feel bad. Pete (laughs) Davidson doesn't give a fuck if you're working or not. Pete Davidson. Okay. Nobody asked you to work off-peak, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, last, uh, last, what am I doing? You do a little toast. <laughs> last toast of the night. You're supposed to, you're supposed to name seven things you like about me. Go. <laughs> <laughs> last toast of the night is just to remind everybody to please check on your friends. Please check on your friends. Mike says check on your that. friends. We want to thank Cousin Joey and Eric for coming on. We expect them to be on again because we have so much more to talk about. We have the Eric Hammer Racing League, the bad boys that we never even touched upon, which both those things could take up a whole episode in and of themselves. So uh, Cousin Joey and Eric will each give you the last word. Tell us what you want to know. <laughs> Tell us what you want to know. Tell us what you want to say. <laughs> Tell me what Eric, you want to go first, man. Because I... I actually have something to say, Eric, so you can go first. All right, cool. Well, Paul, thanks for having us. Mike, uh, you as well. Uh, Shout out to Staten Island. Shout out to the 718. Shout out to the Bad Boys and Club G. Um, Who else am I missing? Uh, Team Creamsicle, the hometown honeys and the hometown homies. Um, And much love to everybody. Uh, Seriously, nothing but love. You got to spread those good vibes because we got to take care of each other. And I believe that love defeats all. Thank you. Cousin Eric, Joe. you know so many people, but Cousin Joey, go. If you know, you know. To... If you know those people, you know. You you know. know. Yo, look. Hold up. Come here. Come here. Come here, yo. Come here. Come here. <laughs> the people need to see you. It's a podcast. They can't see you. He's calling in the wife. <laughs> oh, wow. This is my wife. Uh, Hi, Carissa. The 20 million subscribers on Paul's podcast cannot see her, but she's very hot. She has nice hair, and she didn't like how her shirt looked, so she ran out of the room. Um, yo, man, be kind. No matter how you feel about anything in this whole world, man, be kind. Be like, even if you see a stranger, be kind to that person. Be kind to your friends, your families. Check in on each other. Be kind. Now, don't, I don't be a dickhead, yo. I think I could speak for everyone in pregaming with Pauline Nation to say, uh, Joey, congrats on the sex. And uh, and we will see you all again next week. Goodbye, friends.